1: now
4: afternoon, Patriots. And welcome back to another episode of Occam's Razor. I hope you guys are having a lovely day. As always, I'm your host, Zach Payne, the Corruption Detector. Joining me in the studio, Thomas Ulmer from True Reporting, your number one source for true news. Let me tell you, the walls are crumbling, the emperor has no clothes, and the people of this nation will not be lied to any longer. I appreciate every single one of you. I know you could be any other place, but on the Internet, watching the show right now, Thomas and I love you. Whether you're on the Foxhole, whether you're on Odyssey, whether you're on Rumble, whether you're on Getter, whether you're on CloudHub, Trovo, Truth Social anywhere Did you know you can watch the show on Truth Social? You can watch it right there from my timeline. You just click play on the video. It embeds because Rumble and Truth Social have that kind of special relationship. All right guys, we're going to get right into the news, but before we do, let me please tell you about today's sponsor. Thomas, how are you today, buddy? Good to see you.
5: Yeah, man, good to see you too. Good to see everybody in the chat. I hope everyone's having a great Tuesday. It's Tuesday. And, uh, you know, we got the uh, summit speech coming up later on today. I don't know how many of you guys have been watching. RSBN showing it right now at about 4,000 people watching right now. Uh, looking forward to it. I think it's Trump's first time back in D.C. since uh, he parted ways, you know, in the way that he left, which I don't think he actually fully left by any means. But, yeah, looking forward to that. Looking forward to the show, my
4: man. Thanks for having me. Uh, speaking of President Trump's return to Washington, D.C., a uh, good friend of the program. You guys may know him as Patel Patriot. I know him as John. Uh, he was on um, uh, uh, Real America's Voice this morning with Ed Henry and his co-host. I'm sorry, I don't know her name. Uh, but they were interviewing him about devolution. I mean, at, at this point, devolution is as mainstream as you're possibly going to get it. Um, of course, they were skeptical about the whole thing. What they wanted was for John to give them a timeline. And of course, he's always said it's a theory. You know, he's using these government documents. He's using the federal Register to kind of draw a narrative thread through what President Trump did and what we hope is happening behind the scenes. But as it's a theory, and John is not a date fagger, he's not going to go in there and say, you know, hey, guess what? President Trump is going to be back on this date or that date. Uh, And he echoed uh, the sentiments that I've raised uh, when he was being interviewed there. You know, uh, the reason that I think we are living through the timeline that we are is because the country was so divided at the time of the election. Thank you in large part to the mainstream media uh, that if President Trump would have just come in and said, hey, I'm taking over, I'm going to use my presidential powers to impose my will and we're going to check out everything and we're going to prove the election fraud. It would have resulted in a large scale civil war. And if we have learned anything throughout the entirety of this operation, in my mind, it's that the white hats, the good guys behind the scenes have done everything they can to avoid a civil war. And so President Trump making that move would have certainly caused it in my mind. Now, you might disagree with me. You might think that President Trump should have done something different. But as I always remind people, it's very easy to make those armchair quarterback decisions when you're sitting in the hot seat. When you're the president of the United States of America and you've got all of that power at at your disposal, and you know that there is an evil plot being hatched against you by a criminal cabal that is globally trying to destroy you, you know, you got to make that choice. You know, do you hold on to power or do you sacrifice a good portion of your base? Because guaranteed there would have been a a civil war happening. Real quick, before we continue with the show, Thomas, I want to get your thoughts on that, but I have something special that i'd like to play for the audience in sure. in in recognition of president trump's return let's go ahead and take love a look love it
6: If you want Trump, this is what I'll give ya A little bit of weed mixed with some hard liquor Some vodka that'll jumpstart my heart quicker Than a shot when I get shot at the hospital By the doctor when I'm not cooperating When I'm rocking the table well, he's operating oh. You ain't in wound, i now stop the fading Cause I'm back, I'm on the way, and I'm are I know that you got a job with Pelosi But your husband's heart problem complicating So the FCC won't let me be won't let me be me so let me see, they try to shut me down on with her, but it feels so empty without me, so Come on, come on your lips, fuck that, trouble your lips, and some of your tits, and get ready <laughs> but This shit's about to get heavy, just settle all my lawsuits, fuck you, Nancy yeah. yeah. This looks like a job for me, so everybody, just follow me, cause we need little controversy Cause it feels so empty without me, I said, this looks like a job for me, so everybody, just follow me, cause we need little
4: controversy doesn't feel so empty without me oh. trump is back tell a friend all right so <laughs> trump is returning to washington dc for the first time since leaving office to deliver a speech is it at turning point usa is that what it is something like that yeah. something like Sounds that okay. right so anyways, yeah. so that was Maestro Zikos. Now, this is, uh, one of my favorite channels that still remains on the YouTubes. Maestro Zikos, he's, uh, I guess like a DJ. Or I think he's Greek. I mean, that name's Zikos. But what he does is he goes through every single public speaking event that Trump was at. And he finds those individual words in the video clips and he puts them together in a mishmash song. And he takes like you, you go to his channel and you can find all of these different songs that he did. He's a huge fan of President Trump and he's done some amazing stuff. He was the guy who made that uh, Let's Go Brandon song that I played a couple of months ago. Uh, incredible. I think it takes a lot of talent. He actually has a class where you can pay to learn how to do it. And I'm going to pay the twenty nine bucks that it costs to figure out how to do that. And I'm going to make some of my own Trump songs and we're going to see how they are. Oh, America. First. Oh, that's right. America First Policy Institute Annual Policy song. I got an email about that. I, I don't know how I did a brain fart. But yes, President Trump coming back to Washington, D.C. to uh, tell everybody how it should be done. He was right about everything. Joe Biden and the Democrats have destroyed America. We are on the precipice. If there ever was one, we are on the verge of falling off that cliff. And President Trump is going to come back and essentially rub everybody's nose in it. This means that President Trump has to come back because if he doesn't come back, then I think America will never come back as well. Thomas, uh, I'd like to get your thoughts on what we've spoken about so far. Yeah, man. I mean, so much stuff
5: is like out there right now, whether you look at resignations, you look at the Hunter Biden stuff that's coming out, you know, it's a drip, drip, drop effect, death by a thousand paper cuts. They say that all the time. And so many people are really recognizing, especially on like a lower level of just whether it's gas, whether it's inflation, whether it's baby formula, whatever it may be. You know, this stuff's out there and people have had it. People are losing jobs. People have lost their 401k's um people are fed up and you know they may classify us and kind of present us as the minority but we are a massive majority when it comes to this and uh Guess what? We were on the right side of history, and that feels pretty damn
4: good, Zach. It does. It does. Uh Just as long as we clean this all up before everybody loses their ass. You know what I'm saying? I got my yeah. house closing on Friday. You guys, please keep me in your prayers all week. I need for this to go through, and uh, hopefully this family is going to enjoy living in that house as much as we did. Now, Speaking about people waking up, I want to talk a little bit about the situation in Ukraine. You know, we were on the right side of history when it came to that, too. I would have to say uh, yep. Vladimir Volodymyr Zelensky uh, has been exposed throughout his time in office as one of the most tyrannical and totalitarian leaders in the modern age. Uh, very recently, he has since the special military actions with Russia, uh, he's shut down opposition parties. He has shut down the media. Uh, He has essentially crushed any dissent. And uh, we've spoken about this a number of times on the show before, but his connections to Igor Kolomoisky, this man right here that you see on screen, uh, were revealed in the dissemination of the Panama Papers. Now, it is really starting to get obvious to the rest of the world. You know, I mean, when Biden said that we were going to support Ukraine because Russia went in there. They acted like Volodymyr Zelensky was like this, the pinnacle of democracy. Okay. In order to support democracy, in order to support the West and stop this uh, tyrannical invasion from Russia, we had to support Ukraine. But we know the real reason we had to support Ukraine is because of the human trafficking, because of the drug smuggling, because of the massive grift going on with oil and gas, all of that money being siphoned off at the Ukrainian people straight into the pockets of the American political elite. Every single thing that's been happening in Ukraine has been not to benefit the people of Ukraine, but to benefit that power elite, those power brokers that have been juggling the global order behind the scenes. And that includes Nancy Pelosi. That includes the Biden family. That includes the Romneys. That includes Zelensky himself. Did you know that, uh, the, uh, uh the Zelensky television show is on Netflix? I did know that. Yes. Servant I of the know. people. Servant of the people. Yes. Now, this is very interesting. He had a you know? Netflix special. Say that again. He had a Netflix special. He did? Oh, I did? I did not know that. I did not know that. But I heard that the uh, Servant of the People was on Netflix. And, uh, and so I went and checked it out just to see like what it was all about. Because I thought it was fascinating that this guy would be on a television show where he's a normal person who becomes the president of Ukraine. But then at the end he ends up being charged with corruption and being dethroned and placed in prison. I thought that was pretty interesting considering Whoa, where we're at right now. Right there? Yeah, a yeah. little bit of predictive programming. Um, mm-hmm. But Ihor Kolomoisky, he essentially bankrolled that entire program, and he owned the television station where it was broadcast. And once they put Volodymyr Zelensky into the minds of the people as this champion of the people, somebody who was a normal guy, come into the office of the presidency and save Ukraine – Then they actually went for it for real. But at the whole time, he was no different than any other despot that had ever stepped into the office of the presidency in Ukraine. And now it's really, really starting to be on full display just in the last like 24 hours. I think uh, the Ukrainian Ministry of Truth essentially bank, excuse me, they blackballed another set of American independent journalists. I I believe Glenn Greenwald now is no longer able to enter the country. And my friend John Mark Dugan, uh, he is still on the kill list. If he enters Ukraine and Ukrainian military forces see him, they have a shoot-on-sight order to kill John Mark Dugan because of the good work that he's been doing over there, exposing the crimes of the West and the Ukrainian military. Yeah, man, that's, that's crazy. Keep that guy in your prayers, everybody. Yeah. You know, when, he,
5: when we we're speaking about Zelensky and stuff like that, there is a lot. He's an entertainer. And look yeah. at how often that we see that in our own politics where they want to either, you know, I think I just saw, I might be talking about it today, uh, like John Legend. They're wanting to push him into that position oh, over yeah. here. Same with him. I just saw think that. about think about the rock. They tried it with them, you yeah. know. All these people, they've are been propped up to do that, probably through the CIA. Absolutely. Um, you know, you know, that's what they're doing. They gotta get someone in there that's completely going to play by their rules but yeah i mean just an entertainer just like you were saying he's on netflix i think many people know that um but i mean these people don't know what they're doing they're they're, it's just a prop up it's just a puppet act is all Mm -hmm. it is a scarecrow and uh you know people see through it now
4: yep just a
5: talking puppet. puppet
4: people see it right through it yeah you know it's uh it's it's been fascinating to watch Just to see the kind of slow destruction of this global order, Vladimir Putin said it so succinctly the other day, you know, the West is crumbling because the West has been propped up, has been completely controlled by this new world order. You know, this isn't about democracy. The Republic of the United States of America was subverted a very long time ago. The closest we got to setting that free was through President Donald Trump. And now I think the people are rising up and we're going to get that back. Now, I want to switch gears because I think this plays into that. (laughs) Thomas, if I told you that the FBI was covering for the Biden crime family, what would you say to that? I'd be like, uh, yeah, hell yeah, absolutely. Right. Tell me something I didn't know. Well, this is this is fascinating to me, uh, because once again, it points to the fact that there are still good men and women that work in the federal government. They may be few and far between, and the FBI may have precious few of them. But now several FBI whistleblowers have stepped forward to say that, yeah, everything you thought was true is definitely true during the FBI's probe of the Hunter Biden laptop. There were agents that were absolutely covering for the Biden crime family. Apparently, they intentionally sabotaged that investigation during the 2020 election in order to ensure that Joe Biden could, you know, presumably become president of the United States. I mean, we were saying that at the time. It's been years now that we've been talking about the Hunter Biden laptop well before the election. OK, everybody knew that this was a cover up snow job for Biden uh, and Donald Trump tied to try to talk about it. About it, so many people in the media tried to talk about it, and it got shut down, hundred percent shut down. Seventeen intelligence agencies and, and agency heads say that this is a Russian disinformation campaign. The only disinformation is coming out of the mouths of people like James Clapper uh, and, uh, right. and wh- what's his name that used to run the CIA for 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 uh, Brennan. Obama. Brendan, yes, yes. This is the only place that disinformation is coming from. This investigation. Was never given a fair shake. And now, thank God, we've got people like Senator Chuck Grassley. He's old as dirt. He looks like he's about to fall apart, but he's based. Okay. And now he has sent a letter asking for information about this. Uh, He is saying that, um, hang on, actually, I think I have the letter here, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Now, here it is. Yeah, here it is. So he writes to Director Ray and Attorney General Merrick Garland. Uh, and uh, and he's making light of the fact that on May 31st of this year, he wrote in uh, another letter uh, regarding violations of federal laws, regulations and FBI guidelines by a number of special agents, uh, Timothy Tybalt of the Washington field office. Uh, and then there was another one. Oh, hang on. I had his name and I don't know where it is. Anyways, uh, you can you can go to information directly about these guys. Oh, there he is. Otten. I think it was Brian Auten, AS, ASAC, ASAC Tybalt, and then uh, Agent Auten. But if you go to uh, Garrett, gosh, um, you know why can I not remember his name? I'm, t- I'm totally having a brain fart. Uh, Garrett Ziegler, Garrett Ziegler's Telegram. Uh, he did a-, a short stream about them last night, and he's putting out information about them specifically. Uh, but it's quite clear. When you take a look at the records, when you take a look at the um, statements coming out of various people in the federal government, uh, both currently employed and then also formerly employed, this was a snow job. The American people got robbed. Donald Trump got robbed. Uh, how many times are we going to be lied to before something happens about it? Chuck Grassley has done some good things, but if there was ever anything that he was going to do before he leaves office or before he passes, shuffles off this mortal coil, uh, cleaning up the FBI and taking them to task is something that I need him to do.
5: Oh, yeah. I mean, I think we've all, you know, there was I know there was a time and, you know, time and, you know, this whatever timeline we're on where there was a point where people did not trust Chuck. Mm-hmm. But now, yeah, if he's going after the FBI and he's exposing this stuff, 100 percent base. I know he's put his foot down with a lot of stuff, you know, and, and I talked about this yesterday in my podcast about the uh what is it? Scheduled F where they were. They're going to really bring down a lot of this government, a lot of this stuff, and especially the three letter agencies that have really held captive this country. If we can eradicate that fire these people, bring in people. I mean, we've said it before on this channel that we've got to go all the way down to the foundation, burn it to the ground and then build it back up, especially in the three letter agencies. Yeah. Uh, You can't trust the DOJ. You can't trust the FBI. You know, uh, they've been covering for Biden. They're also covering for Hunter. Uh, They've covered for many others. There's so much stuff that we don't know that goes on behind the scenes that gets these pockets fat for these fat cats, man. And, um, you know, That's going to continue. It will always continue unless they are not there anymore. They have to be taken out. They got to be fired and hopefully, you know, sent to a courtroom somewhere to be taken care of. But we'll see, dude. I mean, that's where we're at right now. Hopefully things do change.
4: First of all, Thomas, uh, the shooter was identified, and his name is Sam Hyde. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I I love your shirt. Love your shirt. Uh, So, you know, at the very least... Considering the fact that we have these whistleblowers, they have become public, they have made contact with Grassley. We need to have an investigation into Special Agent Brian Auten and ASAC Timothy Tibbalt because they shut down lines of inquiry into Hunter Biden. They shut down active investigations into specific, credible, derogatory information about Hunter we now have the full content of Hunter Biden's iCloud account and the full content of his laptop, and I think that we need to keep pressing this issue and keep putting it out there. As I've said before, that salacious information about him smoking crack and sleeping with hookers, if that's what it takes to get people to this information, uh, then we need to talk about it. You know, unfortunately, I think that there is going to be a, a element on the left who says, oh, Hunter Biden, he's a he's a porn star. He's a pimp. You know, I mean, what's wrong with Hunter Biden, you know, getting his rocks off with these uh, ladies of the evening, sex workers, you know, don't discriminate against sex workers. All right. These women are trafficked. These women have been forced yes. into a life of, of of drugs, sex and crime. Hunter Biden is a security threat to the United States of America. He is a direct point of blackmail for Joe Biden from the Chinese, from the Russians, from any other nation on earth, basically. You take a look at it. Uh, We know the Russians have a copy of Hunter's laptop. We know that there are probably many different copies of Hunter's laptop that are out there. And we know that Hunter was supplied drugs and prostitutes as a means to ply his uh, more base nature so that they could get closer to Joe Biden. Never you mind all of the money that they were provided. Never mind all that hush cash. Never mind all of the special deals that they were offered because of who they were and what they could give in terms of, you know, selling out the United States of America, we need to get these people to a point where they can be brought to justice. And I said this the other day. I simply do not believe that it's going to happen under the current regime. We have a very special scenario with John Durham. Okay, he's a special prosecutor. He's operating outside of the current Department of Justice. But Merrick Garland is not going to bring these guys to justice. Merrick Garland is a shill in the same way that, you know, many other people are. Uh, and uh, I think that it's going to require Donald Trump to come back and go full nuclear on these people. We need to gut the federal government. We need to take these agencies and clean them out. Stem to stern. Give them a big hot coffee enema. Get them out of public office. Get them out of public service and replace them with people who care about America. Dude, yeah. I mean, if, if we don't, I mean,
5: uh, like you said at the beginning of the podcast, Amer- America is ruined. We are coming to a point, and I've t- said this many a time, that 2022 to 2024 is going to be the most exciting, possibly the most frightening time of all time. But if you look at the scenarios that are building, this is a – a, um, it's a kettle. That's about to start squealing, man. It is going It's about to start whistling because you do have Durham in the background. You do have these allegations that are one hundred percent true about Joe Biden. President Trump will win. You have people uh we, we I think we saw today that Colorado is now saying, "Hey, listen, the election was stolen. That's another state. What is that? Seven states now? Like can we is when does it become you know in your face enough to be like something was up, Lefties, come on. It was stolen. They cheated. So you have that. You have treasonous affairs. You have Hunter Biden dealing with the Russians and with um, his dealings with Burisma. Just like you said earlier, both children of Nancy Pelosi, Mitt Romney, they're over there as well. You know, these people need to be brought to justice and it will happen. The timeline is shortening, my friends, and it's going to boil over and it's going to be a giant victory. They're not going to win this. We're going to take back the House. We're going to take back the Senate. We're going to take that back the beautiful White House. And these people will pay. Justice will come for what they have done because it is so blatantly obvious what they have done. Every American can see it. And I know that what is on those laptops and what information that the White Hats do have is they're sitting on it right now, Zach. That's the only thing that's happening. They're sitting on it. It is strategic. It's It's chess, not checkers, dude. Absolutely. we're going in that direction.
4: I'm stoked. So I am too. Exciting. It's very exciting. Very exciting for us. But for the Democrats. We have this soundboard queued up. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the Democrats come November. Now, I'm glad that you mentioned Colorado, because that was the next thing I had on deck to discuss. On on Saturday, I did a special interview with a man named Peter Lupia. He was running for county clerk in El Paso County, Colorado, and they had their primary there uh, not too long ago. And they saw something very interesting across the state in all of the Republican primaries. They had what would um, what I would call to be an algorithmic anomaly uh, virtually the entirety of the America First candidates when they were going up against the Rhino candidates, they all lost at like the exact same uh, percentage rate. It was basically like 65 percent for the winners uh, to 35 percent for the America First candidates that happened all over the place. Now, since you brought this up in a very particular race. Uh, where we have the America First candidate versus a uh, a Rhino candidate Linda Zamora Wilson is a retired US Air Force officer she's got a PhD in economics a uh, masters in mathematics a masters in international economics and a masters in education uh, she used to work at the Pentagon she was a flight test analyst this woman knows what she's doing she's got her 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 ducks in a row she Bart is a Bird. very competent candidate Yeah. In the primary earlier this year, she was the odds on favorite to beat the uh, Paul Lundine, the GOP minority whip, who is a rhino. Uh, However, when it came down to the actual race, uh, it it looked like she was actually going to win. We had these results early on. Sixty nine point seven four percent for Zamora and thirty point two six percent for Lundine. All right. And then very soon after that, all of a sudden, those results flipped to the other direction. So all of a sudden, we had the exact opposite scenario. Paul Lundeen ends up showing up with 69% of the vote and 15,385 votes. Linda Zamora Wilson only has 30.3% of the votes with 6,675. Now, if we take a look at the early reporting when the polls were coming in and people were reporting from the precincts, that's the exact same vote count that was the other direction. America first was winning. Rhino was losing. But then at the end of the day, Fox 31 and all of these other news agencies reported the exact opposite. They flipped at eight fifteen p.m. OK, almost as soon as the polls had ended. Now, if they had done this a little bit differently, like report a much smaller number of votes, OK, and then gradually work up to making Paul Lundin the winner, it wouldn't have been so obvious. But the exact same thing that, they are so stupid. This is the same shit that happened on election night. We watched those yep. vote totals flip from Donald Trump to Joe Biden. And now the same thing has happened in Colorado. She's been robbed of her victory. And the uh, the people that are in Colorado, the America first candidates, They're urgently working right now on gathering enough funds so so that they can do a hand recount of the ballots. Colorado is a lot like Oregon. They have universal mail-in ballots. So you have a lot of these, these paper hand ballots that people send in ahead of time. So in order for them to do an accurate recount, they have to actually take a look at those envelopes and the physical ballots and match them up. Uh, super Con bro says, Zach, legislators are cowards. We are based here case after case versus the Biden administration. Other states, not so much. No, you're absolutely right. These legislators are cowards. And this is what I've talked about before when I said that we're not really going to get the resolution we're looking for until we get through the midterms, because these legislators all across the United States of America don't you think, Thomas, that they know the scoop? Don't you think they know what's going on? I mean, they've been they watching do. the same reporting we have. We got lots of them that are actually watching people like us. They know that the election was stolen. They know that votes were flipped. And they know that if they don't say something about it, they're not going to get reelected here in November. We have a whole new slate of candidates that are coming in. Many of these rhinos have been deposed. They have not made it through their primary. And in this case, in Colorado, Linda Zamora should have moved on to the next stage, and she should be facing the Democrat come November. But because they have electronic voting machines, they're a very specific brand of electronic voting machines, which does not have a very good track record at delivering accurate information. And suddenly at the at the 18th hour has the tendency to flip votes and give it to whoever the deep state wants to be the winner we have that situation here now tina peters i'm sure you know tina peters she was the uh colorado uh uh, law she was the clerk in mesa county colorado uh who refused to destroy that information
1: you wow fighterflare.com.
4: Uh, 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 Jenna Griswold, the George Soros connected secretary of state, had demanded that all that information be wiped. She refused to do it. She made a copy of it, and then they went after her legally. She was running against uh, uh, Jenna Griswold in the Republican primary. She had to make it through the primary to to face Griswold in November. Uh, But they did the same thing to her that they did to Peter Lupia and that they did to all of the other America First candidates. Uh, If you guys can help out, okay, I think that they needed a total in Colorado to raise something like $70,000. They were trying to get it. Did she get it? She yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it right now.
5: Yeah, she got it. Uh, Tina Peters is getting a recount of the ballots in Colorado. She was able
4: to get the money together from Patriots. Awesome. That is so good because yep. this is the kind of stuff that we have to support. I know that everybody, everything is tight right now. It's not easy putting together a couple of extra bucks. And I think that, that this was part of the deep state's plan. They knew that the overwhelming support from candidates like Tina Peters was going to be coming from people like us. It was going to be coming from the average everyday rank and file Republican who was 100% America first, 100% MAGA, who knew that if we didn't support these candidates that they weren't going to be able to make it through. We don't have millions of dollars, Thomas. Okay? We are we are not rich. We are not the Paul Pelosi's and the Nancy Pelosi's of the world. We have to scrape it together just to survive. And so, therefore, they made, the, uh, they made the, the choice to bleed us dry, to take the plebs and essentially bankroll us, bankrupt us, rather, uh, so that we wouldn't be able to support people like this. But thank God people have got it together. People are supporting these candidates because Colorado, I'm saying it, I think it's red. All right. It has been controlled by Democrats because they controlled the ballot box. We cannot allow that to continue. Oh yeah I'm I'm seeing a lot of this come watching the uh while you're talking
5: uh the American uh, First Policy Institutional uh Summit Day too uh everyone in there is like putting in uh Tina Peters uh, links and everything like that. Tina Peters, if you guys want to help out, Tina Peters for dot com. That's where you can help her out. Push her over the finish line. Get her back in there. Um, You, you know, can also you can
4: also go to Colorado dot com. And then that will take beautiful. you to all of those different candidates that are trying to get the recount done.
5: That's awesome. Yeah. But it just goes to show you, man, that the that the corruption is not just at like the upper echelon level. It is To the bot, it's every level, bro. You understand that is scary. That is scary. It doesn't matter. And these people that don't stand up, why won't they stand up for her? Because they got a nice wallet going on. They, but probably are blackmailed. Um, and that's the that's the only reason. There's two reasons here: they're blackmailed and they're making some cash on the back burner. That's what's going on. Bit of scratch. Um, What's that? I said
4: a bit of scratch.
5: Little, yeah, a bit, bit of, scratch, of scratch, man. It and it it should not come, you know, as a surprise that it's at all levels of our government. I mean, this will take time to clean up, and I think uh, it will. We just have to be patient on this. And and voices like ours, and voices like those that are in the chat right now, we are able to make a difference because why? Because we are the majority. That's why. So go out there and do your job. We're doing our job right now. You guys need to do your job as well to spread this information. Um, they won't be able to do this much longer. You can see the surveillances going on that are taking place in, uh, you know, a blue state, a uh, blue city like Seattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going. There's going to be more of this. You know, Carrie Lake has promised. Listen, we're not going to let this happen again. We're going to have surveillance on this. Democrats can bitch and moan all they want. And it's not they're not going to get their way this time. They might send their goons in there like Antifa to go in there and do whatever they need to break these cameras or whatever it may be. But uh, I I think it's going to be a lock in. I think we're locked in for 2022 and 2024, Zach.
4: I absolutely agree. And I understand how difficult it is financially. I am hurting. Everybody in the chat is hurting. And, you know, here's the thing. If you can't support the causes that you do support financially, then you have to be willing to volunteer your time. You have to be willing to give up just a little bit of that personal time in order to support those causes and ensure that we push these people over the finish line. Because I truly do believe we're going to win, but I only believe we're going to win because we are so motivated to stop this corruption. You know, this has been a fight that has been going on for so long. It's been really difficult for a lot of people. But just because it's tough doesn't mean you give up. You know, I know that people out there have given up certain people, not you guys, cause you're still here, but there are certain people who have given up. There are certain people who have capitulated and just said, you know what? It's too tough. I'm not going to deal with it. Well, you know, screw that. There's no way. I-, I will never say this is too tough. You know, give yourself a break. Take a little bit of respite, okay. Allow yourself to recharge. You need that. We have to do that on a regular basis because if you just keep driving full tilt, boogie, one hundred percent, one hundred and fifty percent of the time, seven days a week, you will burn yourself out. Thomas and I know all about that, okay. You know, I I I fully get it, but we have to be willing to go that extra mile. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Believe me, the Democrats, the cabal, they could care less about us and they will go that extra mile. They have people and they have money. We have to overcome that with our overwhelming numbers. We are certainly the majority here in America. I am not going to allow this cabal to screw our country yet again 2022, the midterms are going to be a completely different scenario. They're not going to be able to cheat us. Colorado, maybe it's close in terms of Democrat and Republican. Certainly, the all-mail-in voting does not help. I think that, you know, difficult to make it through there. Oregon, they wrote the book on how to cheat with mail-in ballots. Uh, but all these other states that are clearly red states— People need to make sure that they are doing their part because it's only through that little bit of extra effort that we're going to push it over the finish line. And when we do, dark maga. We're doing that. That's that's what they want, man. They want to exhaust you.
5: That's what they want. And once they get you crippled and defeated, you know, it's pretty much an easy win. But if you stand your faith, if you stand strong, you know, get healthy, get right in your mind. And, you know, go out there and and be eyes on the ground. I'm not saying like to, you know, do anything to anybody, but just watch, you know, all of us have cameras. One when 2022 comes around, when midterms come around, we so many people should be out there with cameras showing what in the hell is going on, because you know what they did last time? They're putting cardboard, you know, uh, boxes up over the windows. They're not allowing Republicans to go in there. That will that is bullshit. That will never happen again. You probably will see some violence go down, in all honesty, because people are fed up. I'm not pushing violence or anything like that. But I'm saying if they try to pull that shit again, uh, I mean, you know, best of luck. Best of luck. Because patriots are tired. Not not just patriots, but people who are, you know, realizing this stuff, that are on the fence. They're kind of like, something's up. And, you know, I'm going to go vote the right way. My 401k is depleted. I lost my job. I barely am able to pay my mortgage. My kids are being taught that they, uh, you know, they need it. A- Never mind. I'm not going to go too far into that. And I was going to say <laughs> something terrible. But I'm just saying that our kids are being taught nonsense. And, you know, it's, it's really hard to even stay alive at this point. So I think even at the basic level of not even knowing politics hardly, they're going to vote the right way. But we got to film it. We got to make sure that it is secure, and we we the people will do it. But we got to let our legislators do this as well. But these people that promise that they want a fair and you know free election, I hope the hell they do it because if they don't, they'll never be voted in again.
0: No,
4: so. it's a multifaceted plan. You know, I mean, we are an integral part of it. I would say the most important part of it. You know, and changing out the corrupt legislators. That is a huge, huge aspect of it. We are going to take over both houses of Congress. We are going to continue to maintain control of the Supreme Court. We are going to regain control of the office of the presidency. And I think that where it matters, the military definitely has our back. I I want to talk about... One more aspect of how this is developing before our very eyes. And then I've got another couple of things I want to talk about. Um, but we've talked uh, about the situation in Wisconsin a number of times. Uh, I think that Wisconsin has a lot of power. Certainly, Arizona has a lot of power as well. Georgia, mm, the Democrats have a really strong hold on everything down there in Georgia. But we have good people. Catherine Engelbrecht from True the Vote, she's going to be on the show this Saturday. I've been working on trying to get Garland Favorito from Voter Georgia for a long time now, too. And maybe that'll happen soon. But Wisconsin, we've just had a third Wisconsin lawmaker sign on to decertify the results of the 2020 election. I think it's quite clear that there are a major group of legislators out there who believe that Joe Biden is illegitimate. Now, the question is, are they going to develop the balls that it takes to address this issue before they get voted out of office? OK, I don't know anything about Chuck Wick, Wick don't know anything about him, uh, but he is now the third person in Wisconsin to sign on to this. What we need is this overwhelming majority. This is, you know, how does a wave begin, Thomas? It begins as a, a ripple out in the ocean. And as it yep. gets closer to shore, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then finally it crescendos and it comes crashing down. And I want it to come crashing down on the heads of the corrupt and failed establishment here in America. People of Wisconsin, call your legislators. Let them know about what's going on. There may be some people out there who don't fully understand the severity of what's happening here. But there are definitely a lot of people out there who are still brainwashed. We have to show them what's going on. We have to bring them to the table and let them know what it's going to take to get our country back. And the only way that's going to work is if we're actively participating in this process. And getting in touch with your legislators in the state of Arizona, in the state of Wisconsin, in the state of Georgia, Michigan, wherever you are, you have to make them aware and you have to let them know the support for this movement out here in America. The Wisconsin general election was absolutely stolen. We've already shown that those ballot boxes were illegal on Election Day. They're not going to be able to use them again here in 2022. That's going to be a massive blow to the plan of the deep state to try to steal Wisconsin again. I think that we're going to see a major shakeup. We're going to see a complete restructuring of the leadership there in Wisconsin. And perhaps once we get those new candidates in, that's what it's going to take to have the results of 2020 fully rolled back. But right now, this is an excellent start. And I I applaud Representative Chuck Wickers, however you say it.
5: Yeah, man. I mean, th- th- there's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of people that are exposing the fact, especially with Arizona, Wisconsin. Now we're starting to see a little bit trickle into, um, into Colorado. Uh, Pennsylvania was one that's also, that's a stronghold for, uh, these corrupt maniacs. But, you know, uh, in Georgia, again, another stronghold of corrupt maniacs. But if we put the right people in, uh, Decertify 2020 i mean that's what we need to do i hope we get to that point point. And, and you know you know trump i look at this every day and i know a lot of people say this trump doesn't age he does not age no. could he do another eight years i think he could i most certainly think that he could because if he if he could just sit back it's not like he has to do too much i mean people he's going to bring in such more of a base when we get into this i i pray to god that that may happen and he all, and people are out there talking. What do you think about that? That so many people talk about decertified 2020. You know, he, he basically had over the Russia collusion, the Stormy Daniels crap, e- you know, everything that they could think of January 6th, um, that they pushed on him. You, ha- he literally had two years, two years, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Let's you know, get that back. Can we do that again?
4: I think, I think we can, definitely, he's fine. We deserve that. President Trump deserves that. America deserves that. You know, with regard to the decertification, you know, I think more than anything, it's going to be a psychological blow uh, to the legitimacy of Joe. Holy Biden. You know, yeah. oh, one state dec- never happened in history. One state decertifies the results of the 2020 election. Uh, we already have these other major uh, political movers in the United States saying that Joe Biden is not legitimate. I, I think that. Once we show fully that Joe Biden is not a legitimate president uh, and there is apparently going to be more evidence coming out soon. Stay tuned. I will tell you guys about that when I receive it. Um, I think that that's going to end up really changing the minds of any of those people that are out there that are still on the fence. Uh, And once it's, you know, legitimately exposed and, and mainstream outlets feel comfortable reporting on it. You better believe that that's going to be reported on. I think it might get to the point where places like CNN and such are unable to not talk about it. They may try to delegitimize it at first. They may try to, you know, poo-poo the idea of it. Uh, But it's going to be undeniable at a certain point. And however President Trump comes back, whether it, it, you know, it, it... Whether it's before the 2024 election or it's because he runs for president again in 2024, I leave that open. Now, already said something, you know, military is the only way that's, you know, we say that all the time. But in my mind, you know, you have to determine exactly what that means. If we are truly living in a continuity of government devolution type situation where power was decentralized and spread out in a fashion throughout the military, that's really what I think that means. I don't think that it means troops in the street rolling up and removing Joe Biden from the White House. I think that's what people would love to see. You know, of course, that would be great. Uh, But I, I think that that pushes us once more towards that kinetic civil war situation, which we all believe, I, I think, that, w- that we're not going to see that. Will there be violence in a manner of speaking? I think definitely. Yes, special yeah. ops. Definitely special ops. I can totally see that. Uh, But I think that we're talking about the power being handed over in that decentralized fashion, and that would be to the military. So, you know, I think that there's a broad consensus uh, across the board that things are happening behind the scenes. But I also think that in the end of the day, we're not probably going to be privy to exactly what those things are. Uh, because, you know, I mean, if, if we're talking about privileged information, we're talking about, you know, special access programs and things that are top secret and even higher, uh, you know, maybe down the line, you know, 50, 60, 70 years when things get declassified, we might get the full truth. Uh, but as of right now, I think that the only thing that matters is that we get President Trump back. We prove the election was illegal. We prove Joe Biden is illegitimate and we keep the country safe. That's number one. Keep the people of this nation safe, because those people on the left that believe that Joe Biden was legitimately elected, they are brainwashed. OK, they are MK MKUltra. I think the entirety of this country has been under a giant MKUltra psyop for a very long time. The CIA has been controlling things behind the scenes, putting this stuff out into the popular conception. They have made people believe something that completely isn't true. That doesn't exist. And there are, you know, there are Republicans out there who who will say, oh, you know, Donald Trump needs to get over the 2020 election. You know, they they believe, you know, that that you just have to move on. You know, I, I, I am of the opinion that just because somebody gets away with something, it doesn't mean that you allow it to pass. You know, it, it's like the idea of a bank robber. You know, somebody goes into a bank, they pass a note over, says, I've got a gun, give me fifty thousand dollars. And then they walk out. Those bills aren't marked. And that person doesn't leave any evidence behind. You know, they're getting away with it. But does that mean you should stop looking for the bank robber? No, absolutely not.
5: These Republicans that say these things that are like, you know, Trump needs to get over the 2020 election, they're told to say that they Mm -hmm. are being used and being blackmailed to say that. And I will say this when it comes to Trump coming back before 2024, you know, this has to be so precise um, because, and I will say this, that may ruffle feathers. He is polarizing. He can be polarizing, especially on the left. He can stir up a a lot, and and if he comes back earlier, you know, and I don't think they could get this information out there. Uh, to <coughs> excuse me, to blanket this. Uh, So that there's not a ton of repercussions, because if he comes back too soon, it could it kind of could feel like a dictatorship on the left, not my side, because we know how we know what took place. Right. But the left has no idea about that. And there's a lot of them out there that would be like, no, no, this is dictatorship. I'm not dealing with this. And, you know, the propaganda arm of the deep state is going to push that this is a dictatorship. Um, We can't have that. But if, if, but if they are able to strategically and precisely blanket this down across so that it makes complete and total sense, you have the Supreme Court backing it. You have uh, you know, the majority of all states backing this that, hey, the proof's out there. Uh, we got to decertify this thing. This is how it's going to go. They're going to have to do this calmly uh, but sternly as well. Um, that's got to be the way that it's done. I, you know, if he comes back too soon, it could seem as a dictatorship to the left. Then you're going to yeah. have what you said at the beginning, possibly an all out civil war, if that takes place. And that's yeah. what they want.
4: That's what they want. So that is knows. what they want. But it's better than Hillary rotten Clinton. <laughs> it's better it than is. Hillary rotten Clinton. OK, yeah. Uh, so I, I want to switch gears now and, uh, and and move on to the latest public shooting that took place. I'm sure you heard about this, Thomas. In Dallas, uh, Love Field Airport, a woman came into the airport and started uh, making, uh, uh, started shooting at people, opened up shoot, firing at people inside the Dallas Love Field Airport. Now this was all over the mainstream media yesterday initially when it happened she walked out of the uh, the bathroom wearing a hoodie and began shooting at the ceiling before police ended up shooting her uh, to get her to stop now she was transported to parkland Memorial which is where they uh, uh, where they uh, where they actually said that jfk was dead parkland of course you know uh being there in dallas parkland the the same uh name as the parkland shooting uh thomas you are frozen i don't know if that's my internet or if that's your internet um but you're frozen can you hear me check can you hear me yeah i've got you yep okay Uh, so yeah go ahead ahead. you got me
5: yeah i got you
4: i don't know what happened okay all right uh but you know, once it was announced who this woman was, they stopped talking about it. Um, it was a woman named Portia O'Dufuwa. Uh she is uh, a black American. Uh and uh she was shot herself, of course, after uh going into the bathroom and you know pulling out her gun. I don't know why she did this. Uh, but uh, a witness tells her that she came through the terminal with guns up. So maybe she had multiple guns and she was upset because her husband had got fired from somewhere. OK, so obviously this woman had some type of a vendetta. She had a grudge. Uh, it was a personal thing, had nothing to do with any of the people there at the airport unless maybe her husband got fired from the airport. But she came up like she was making an announcement saying somebody failed her husband or something and said, I'm about to blow this place up. And then all of a sudden she brandished the gun and started pop, pop, pop into the air. All the witness could do was run. I'm thinking I'm not moving fast enough because I keep hearing shots like I'm going to die here. Now, she has a lengthy criminal history. She was also arrested for bank robbery. (laughs) And um, she's a 37 year old woman. Now, uh, the the police have not stated specifically what her motive was, but I think that the motive stated by that witness there uh, is pretty clear. It sounds like she was upset that uh, life was not handing her the uh, uh, the 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 respect that she deserved her and her husband. But I think this is a problem in modern America. I've I've said this before. People assume that they are owed more than they actually are. OK, and unfortunately, thank you to the left. Uh, there are large portions of the country who believe that uh, they have been disrespected throughout their entire lives by virtue of the color of their skin. Uh, they, they have an inherent disadvantage simply because of that. Uh, you know, when I was growing up, Thomas, America was the land of opportunity. It was the right. melting pot. People came to America. Because it didn't matter who you were, what your color was, what religion you were. Didn't matter. As long as you could come to America and you had something to offer this nation, you could make something of yourself. OK, and that has been lost in modern day America. Now, I hope that Portia gets the uh, the mental health care that she needs. I'm glad she didn't actually kill anybody. Good on the cops for shooting her in the legs. Uh, so that they could get those guns away from her. Uh, but you know, interesting that the mainstream media stopped talking about if this was a white woman who went into the Dallas international airport and started, you know, popping rounds off, you know, it would be a different story entirely. Oh yeah. I mean,
5: they, they, you know, who knows? They probably would have hit a black guy or a black girl or a Hispanic woman or somebody like that. And then it would have been another, you know, here we go again george floyd let's do this all over again you know i mean this it, it, yeah man and the who watches the mainstream media anymore it's a circus it's leftist yeah <laughs> I, mean, I mean i don't i mean they may watch cnn I, I mean i don't is there an alternative
4: to leftist news like we do is there a left to that there you is there, but they're just Get as big as shells is there really yeah david pacman i know about? david pacman um uh got the young turks <laughs> The Young Turks. Oh yeah, that's (laughs) about it. Chunk Uyghur. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Anna Kasparian. Anna Kasparian. Yeah. God, you know them all? Jesus. I I don't know. I mean, they are they are quite literally like the worst offenders for misinformation. I paid a lot of attention to them during the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, trial because they're the you know they 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 said all kinds of lies about Kyle Rittenhouse. I'd be really surprised if they don't get sued by Kyle uh, as he's
5: uh, he's suing everybody else.
4: Yeah, man, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, yeah, nobody watch.
5: Thomas, I, I, you're frozen again. I'm not showing any problems with my internet here,
4: buddy. Chunk yogurt. Yes, chunky yogurt. Thomas, are you there, buddy? You guys, I think we might have lost Thomas. All right, well, while we're waiting for Thomas to come back, I want to mention another story that was uh, widely reported in the mainstream media yesterday. There was a Wall Street Journal report trying to take down Elon Musk because, of course, it's Elon Musk and he's standing up to the deep state in his own way. Uh, But apparently he was really good friends with uh, Sergey Brin, I think his name is, one of the founders of Google. Yes, Sergey Brin. And it was reported in the Wall Street Journal that Elon Musk was responsible for the breakup of the marriage of Sergey Brin. Well, uh, apparently Elon Musk had some choice words for the Wall Street Journal. He said that uh, this did not happen. He said that uh, he hasn't had sex in ages uh, and he shared photos of himself and Sergey at a party from yesterday. Uh, So if Elon Musk was responsible for the breakup of Sergey Brin's marriage, you know, they would not be hanging out. So it sounds like the Wall Street Journal is engaging in the same tired clickbait, fake news propaganda uh, that they have in quite a long time. Can you guys see me in the chat? Do you see me on screen talking about this story? Because I don't know. All I see is that. The chat is there, and I'm not seeing it move. So I'm wondering, yes, sir. Okay, you do see me. You do see me. Okay, all right. So I don't know what's going on with uh, with Thomas's internet connection. Hopefully, uh, ooh, ooh, that doesn't work right there. We'll go to the cam here, and we'll turn on the rumble and the foxhole chat. Let's get this on. On screen. Where is it? Uh, Hunter Biden laptop cover-up. No, that's the wrong one.
0: Mm -hmm.
4: There we go. That's the correct one. Okay. All right, guys. Well, uh, it's good to know that I am 5 by 5 and that we're here hanging out. Uh, I've got several stories that I did want to get to, but I'm going to have to get to those in uh, an episode of Red Pill News later today. To be honest with you, the reason that I was unable to make one yesterday, I just had a bunch of stuff going on here at the house. And um, I am going to be doing a lot of traveling next month. So I decided that I was kind of going to give myself a little bit of time off here at the end of the month. But thank you for hanging out with us today here on Occam's Razor. Thomas, you're back, man. Are you OK?
5: Yeah, I just said that my computer was attacked. I don't know what that was. It uh, said, said it was attacked? anything. That's I swear. That's what it said. It says your your uh, your security is no longer private anymore. And then everything just stopped. I, I couldn't get into Gmail or anything, so I'm glad I'm back. I don't know what just happened. Your security no is
4: no longer... What, what What? told you that? Was it, like, Windows, or was it McAfee
5: yes. or something? Windows came up. I, I don't know what that was. That was really
4: weird. Your it security is no longer private anymore. I've never even heard of that. I don't know, but you then needed- it said
5: something about my Wi-Fi. Like, the Wi-Fi, I don't know that your Wi-Fi is not secure or something, huh. but I, everything's working fine, so I don't know, man. I apologize.
4: I don't it's know okay. why that happened. Yeah, when, hang, yeah. hang on. Let's, let's do a quick search here. Windows message, your security is no longer private. I want to I wanna see what's going on there, man, because if you were actually getting attacked, your connection is not private error. How to fix it, your connection is not private error. Uh, let's see. No Thanks. This is, I'm on Norton's website. So, uh, do alerting you that your online privacy may be at risk if you proceed to the site. Okay, so I think this has something to do with a website that you were going to. What, uh, what website? I wasn't on have? any. I was just talking to you. Really? Yeah. I was just sitting here, and then you were frozen. Your connection is not private, it said. What is the your connection is not private? Yeah, it says something about a website. So that's uh, regarding your SSL connection. Hmm, that's very weird. I don't know what it was. I don't know, bro. I don't know. No idea, man. Thomas was getting attacked by the deep state. Okay, let's go ahead and go through these thank yous over here. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us today. Uh, Kansas Mudcat, good to see you, brother. Oh, you know what? I, I also wanted to say this. I, I have a couple of thank yous uh, because I got mail yesterday. And then also yesterday during Occam's razor, I kind of made an offhanded comment about polygamy in the modern uh Mormon faith. And I just wanted everybody to know that I wasn't trying to state that there was like an overabundance of polygamy in the modern Mormon faith. Uh, I was just recently watching uh a documentary with Lisa about the FLDS, which is a small sect of Mormonism. That uh, basically is fundamentalist Mormonism. Uh, and uh, I just wanted everybody to know, because I know I got fans out there in Utah and fans that are probably Mormon. Uh, I, I, I don't think and I didn't mean to insinuate that all Mormons are uh, practicing polygamy. I, I, I mean, I know it's out there a little bit, but, uh, you know, basically think about this, Thomas. You know, uh, I was uh, I, I was talking about it in terms of the fact, you know, of realizing that polygamy is even still a thing. You know, I mean, like, you don't think about that in your daily life, do you? You know, I mean, it is a thing. It is a thing, you know, and I mean, like, and it's not just Mormons, you know, not just certain sects of fundamentalist Mormonism, but, you know, uh, it is a much bigger thing out there, I think, in the the left. You know, we have all these crazy people out on TikTok that are engaging in, like, polyamorous relationships. You know, I remember a couple of years ago, I had some friend of mine, who had like said that they were like, you know, we're poly. I was like, what the hell does that mean? You know, and, uh, you know, oh, you know, we're we're we're, poly- we're polyamorous, you know, not polygamous because they weren't married. And I was like, you know, why the hell would you want to do that to yourself? You know, I mean, like it, it, it's not it's not hard enough engaging in a, uh, a committed relationship where you you have to give that one person, like enough of yourself and keep them happy. Like you, you need to have multiples and then you got to worry about that. Your, your mate going out and doing stuff behind your back. You know, I think it's garbage. I think that uh, to believe that people can do that successfully and not be like messed up about it psychologically. I just don't think that it's a real possibility. So anyways, just wanted to say thanks to my fans out in Utah and uh, clear that up. If anybody thought that I was, uh, making an overgeneralized statement. Uh, from the mailbox, I wanted to say thank you very much to Mark in Schenectady. Uh, also, last Mimsy, I did get your, uh, wedding card. Thank you very, very much. I really appreciate it. And then, of course, Lewis in Rainier. Lewis, uh, every single month, I, I think this is like my longest long-term donation. Every single month, he sends me like a bill payment check. Like it comes right out of his account and it goes right to me from his bank. And I really appreciate that, buddy. And then, of course, thank you to everybody who's supporting on Subscribestar. Thank you to everybody who is supporting through the website. I don't get those names every single day, but I know that there are plenty of you out there. I wouldn't be able to do this if it wasn't for you guys supporting the show. Just want to check over on Cash App. Nope. And then also over on Buy me a coffee. Uh nope, last one was from someone from yesterday. So thank you again for that. Over on the foxhole, Kansas Mudcat. Appreciate that. Filter Dog One says RP78 and lunchtime. Glad that I can help you digest your uh daily constitutional. Uh Warrior Mima, uh, thank you very much. Patriot Bird says I appreciate you both. Coco Nat 17, thank you for that. Lou V says people keep referring to this timeline. Was there a glitch in the matrix of which I am unaware? No, you know, I I, I think you know I I'm like a sci-fi type of guy, so uh, I think about all of the various possibilities that could exist, and uh, you know, if we're if we're thinking about uh you know the ver- the all those different possibilities, you know, I think that there is the potential that in in uh, in in this timeline that we are living in. Perhaps there's another version of you in a multiverse that made a different decision, and so that uh, you know inextricably changed the, the direction of the entire universe. Everybody else made different decisions too. Do multiple universes? Do multiple versions of you exist? I, I really don't know, and I don't know that I'm ever going to find the answer to that. But yes, I think that there is a possibility uh, that we have different versions of us in in, in different dimensions. Uh, thank you to. Tac 264 if 45 stepped in, one six, 50% of the country would have attacked, saying 45 was a sore loser and a dictator. That's exactly how I feel. Yep. Insight Gino, thank you. Warrior Mina, Mima Gino, Tac 264 says that is damn awesome. Liberty Bells says love you, Red Pill 78. Thank you, and we want Trump. Filter Dog One, thank you for that. Also says, did you see that dude in New Zealand? Excuse me. Did you see that dude in New Zealand told the people, we will tell you what to believe? No, I did not see that. I'll check that out after this. Warrior Mima, thank you for the cookie. And says, ha ha ha, love the sound effects. Hold on, hold on. (laughs) Did you hear
5: that, Thomas? Uh Uh-uh. Please (laughs) clap. Jeb Bush saying, please clap.
0: (laughs) Okay. You
4: gotta tell me where you got that. I want one of those. Uh, this is my my road uh my roadcaster pro soundboard and it's oh, got nice. pads for sounds on here. Hold on. I also have
6: oh, my God. <laughs> uh
4: nice.
0: let's
4: see. Uh A Alan Godwin says, Great show, Zach. Thomas is a great co-host. I absolutely appreciate Thomas more than I can say. Skeeter Burke, July 30th is World Day Against Trafficking. Go to OurRescue.org. Hashtag rise loud. We need to save these kids. Life of Brian. Thank you, Genesepe. Hey, Genesepe, good to see you. Uh, Warrior Mima says, I want to donate to certain candidates, but not through WinRed. Well, then I would recommend you get a hold of their campaigns directly. I think that WinRed allows for larger proportions of donations to go to candidates. Uh, It allows them to get more money than they could just from an individual basis. M the painter says, drip, drip, drip. And then the flood, Wisconsin, three legislators. Tamara Growl, thank you for that. L.A. Martinez, 05 says, go, red, wave, go. Hi, Zach and Thomas. She said, Jason, but it's Thomas. No problem. Warrior Mima, thank you for the cookie. Insight Gino, Thomas, remove the hat, bro, and let them luscious locks flow. Oh, uh, yeah, baby, I got that haircut. Season Pixel says, you need the one where POTUS is saying you are fake news. I've actually got it downloaded. I just haven't it clipped. haven't clipped it yet. Uh, attack 264, you don't shoot people in the legs. Not a valid target and not the reason to use deadly force. Uh, you know, they said they shot her in her lower extremity. So I suppose she could have been shot like in the hip or something like that. I don't know. They made the decision to not kill her. Switchrod, thank you for that. Uh, Warrior Mima dropped a cookie and Nikki the Greek also dropped a cookie. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for being here. Thomas, what do you got coming up this afternoon?
5: Yo, 3 o'clock, I'll be covering this. We'll be watching Trump together. Brett Collins will be here. We got a whole podcast. It may be uh, longer than two hours, so get stoked on that. 3 p.m., Rumble, Foxhole. Get stoked on it, guys. I will see you there. Thank you so much for having me, Zach,
4: per usual on Tuesdays. Absolutely. Love you, brother. Thank you for being here. Everyone, here is the gold pills coming off with the scratching. Appreciate you. The scratching has been released. I will be back maybe later today. Depends on what I got going on. I'm trying to wrap up everything here at home before we get on the road. Don't forget, once uh, August hits, we are heading back up north. And when we head back up north, my videos are going to be produced on, like, my my laptop and maybe my iPhone only. Uh, And uh, I'm going to be doing Occam's Razor using um, StreamYard so that I don't have to do it here with all of the production equipment. So just keep your eyes open. Watch on Truth Social. Watch on Telegram. I will put announcements out uh, as to exactly what's going on. But the journey continues. I will be back Maybe later today, definitely tomorrow. Got some great shows coming up this weekend. I'll see you guys. Good luck and God bless.
1: back